Minus three is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Minus three with Dave Damashek. Happy early New Year, football fans. Sad news. We only have two weeks left of the regular season. Worst news, me and my pals are about to spoil week 17 for you by telling you all the final scores and the best player props. So let's get right to it. Let's go down to Dallas. Lions at the Cowboys. Two playoff bound teams with more in common than just color scheme. What I mean is people laugh all the time at Detroit for not getting to a title game since 1991 with Eric Kramer, Barry Sanders, Herman Moore at all. But the Cowboys haven't been to one either since 1995. Yeah, 1995. 95 is the year the movie GoldenEye came out. So that's two James Bonds ago. It's the year the first Toy Story came out. So that's four light years ago. It's the year Michael Jordan quit baseball to wear the number 45 and the year OJ was unable to wear those gloves. And it's the year Jagged Little Pill, DVDs, and Patrick Mahomes all made the scene. So yeah, it's been a while for both these teams. This year, who's going to win it down in Big D? Cowboys laying six total at the time of this recording. 53 and a half. I say the Cowboys win, but don't cover. 26-21, Kevin Hench. My fantasy football final foe. How say you on this one? I I am in your garage on this one, Sheck. Uh, Cowboys win. Don't cover. You know, this home road Jekyll and Hyde thing with the Cowboys almost got broken in Miami. Like, it was like it felt like they were going to get over the hump. They, they, they would have, obviously, that game was decided on the first drive when instead of having his athletic quarterback sneak it in from the six-inch line, he McCarthy decided to hand to his unathletic fullback. You literally knew that was going to be, there was, that was going to be the difference in the game. Um, this week, the, the Cowboys do get over the hump. They win the game, but I think that Lions thunder and lightning combo, uh, and I don't know who you're starting in the final, probably Jameer Gibbs, but I think they're going to give the Cowboys a lot of trouble on the ground. So the Lions keep it close. Cowboys by a field goal. Game time decision on my fantasy roster. If you hear the three car horns go, that means that Kevin Hedge, Eddie Spaghetti, and I all shared the same side of things. Eddie Spaghetti, how say you here? I think we are all in the same garage again in this one. I have the Cowboys winning, but I do have the Lions covering. I think this will be a classic, probably like a final drive game here. I think we're all going to be glued to our TVs watching this one. Um, we know the story already. Dallas is good at home. Jared Goff on the road. The splits aren't that great. Not as bad as previous years, but not as good as he is at home this year. And Hench is talking about Jameer Gibbs. So dynamic. He could be between the run game, between the pass game now. Um, I do like him to score a touchdown. You're getting plus money, plus 125 from him to score a touchdown. Five Five TDs in the last three games here. So again, tight game, close game. Uh, Cowboys probably shouldn't have lost last week. I'm not going to really hold it against them. They're going to win this one, 27-24. Well, there you heard. We're all on the Cowboys winning, but the Lions getting past that number. The ruggedly handsome aggregate of our scores, Brady Lemieux, says... He likes the Cowboys to win and cover what else is new. Steelers no, at no, Se- no, to win and not cover. To win and not cover. Thank you for that correction. This is the sort of thing that's going to raise my ire in front of this fantasy football collision coming, but I appreciate that note still. Steelers at Seahawks. And a fun note here. You remember when Roethlisberger hurt his elbow in week two of 2019? That's not the fun part. Mason Rudolph came in to replace him. That was against... The Seattle Seahawks, who won that day because of a nice game 
by their then QB, Russell Wilson. Now Russ is benched in Denver while his old backup, Drew Locke, is winning games in Seattle and where, who knows, maybe he'll get some more snaps against Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett or both. I think this all means the 2024 Denver Broncos starter is Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if I have that right. One thing for sure, both teams playing up in Seattle this weekend need it real, real bad. Seahawks given three and a half total on this one. Now 41. I say the Hawks win it 28, 23. Hench, how say you? Ah, same garage here. Uh, I I think the Seahawks win 24, 17. It won't need, it won't need a last minute uh, touchdown drive to pull this one out. Um, The, and you won't leave, you won't have 31.5 fantasy points from George Pickens on your bench this week against me. Uh be interesting to see if you start him. But uh yeah, I think that uh last week was a one-off for your beloved Steelers. Uh Seahawks win on their way to the playoffs. What a jerk. Spaghetti, how say you? I have the Hawks winning 25-20 over the Steelers. Uh, I do like that Mason Rudolph is more aggressive than the other uh, Steelers quarterbacks, um, although I do think the clock will probably run out on how impressive he'll look. I think the Steel, uh, the Seahawks right now, uh, you know, Smith's looking good. The receiver's looking good. The running game, the duo has been really good, so they're looking a lot better this portion of the season. Uh, I am going to go Kenneth Walker under 63.5 rushing yards, minus 117, not because I don't like the way he's playing, but mainly because Zach Charbonnet has 63 carries in those six weeks he's cutting into his touches um again kenneth walker has gone under that mark five of the last six weeks so seahawks 25 steelers 20 bet the kenneth walker under i don't like your words about uh mason rudolph either one so look at you both you're both scrooge is turning your noses up at rudolph but we're in a six car garage right this is this is three this is six for six mm-hmm. so far so good yes six. the seahawks says brady lemieux win it by five and a half Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? But before you answer, two words, Caesars Rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey. New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quick look in the rearview mirror to see how we all got oh, to this point no. in the season. Okay, listen, not a banner week for any of us, but we're all over 500. Brady Lemieux leading the way. The rest of us huddled together underneath in shame. We're kind of like the NFC South, but let's move on. Bengals at Chiefs. Talk about a drop-off, big drop-off from how great this mini rivalry's been. At least since he can blame 2023 on their best player being out. What's your excuse, Casey? And now losing five of your last eight, including at home to the Raiders, has nothing to do with who's in that luxury box. It might, though, have something to do with this fellow's age. Chiefs giving seven, total 44 and a half. I say the Chiefs get right ish they win by 10 hench how say you you know i i'm i'm so angry at the world but particularly the chiefs because my plus 350 chiefs to not make the playoffs should have cashed mm. i knew this regression was coming Still might. what what i didn't know was that josh mcdaniels brandon staley and sean payton would make no effort whatsoever to win the division so so now mahomes has the nice gentle landing, like coming off Aiden O'Connell, he gets Jake Browning and Easton Stick to end the season. So obviously the Chiefs are gonna are gonna limp into the playoffs, and I'm gonna lose that bet. Uh, I think they they win easily against the the demoralized Bengals, 27-13. Spaghetti. I don't know what's wrong with me. Each week, I keep kind of defending the Chiefs in my mind. I'm going, I can't get this bad with Patrick Holmes and with Andy Reid here. Um, I do have them winning 33-24 over this Bengals team. I think if this is a full-force Bengals team, I'd probably be taking the, the Bengals right now, but I still have the Chiefs winning this game. I, I think it's a lot on Patrick Holmes this week with, obviously, Kelsey not playing up to his standard, Pacheco with a concussion injury. So I think that Mahomes over 20 and a half rushing yards, minus 113. He's done it 10 times. I think I could see a lot of scrambles for him. This is going to be Patrick Mahomes kind of hero ball in this game to win this one. But uh, again, I do think it may be a Chiefs get right game this week. Well, Brady Lemieux agrees. He says Chiefs win by 11 here. And while KC, I'm not such a dim cynic that I would declare the Chiefs irrelevant come January. They have no shot at getting the number one seed anymore. That's left to be settled between the Dolphins and the Ravens. Two and company are headed down to Charm City to or up, I should say, to Charm City to face the anointed MVP. And now almost everyone's pick out of the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. But like I say, it is still a two horse race. Or not horses. They're two different kinds of animals for the number one seed. Baltimore can only fall, as you see here, to the two seed. For the Finns, though, the drop would be much more severe. You see there, their odds for the first and the fifth seed are just about the same, in part because of that regular season finale against the Buffalo Bills and also because of something they can't fix now, that loss 
inexplicable as it was to Tennessee down in Miami. Ravens giving three and a half total 47. I'm riding with my Super Bowl team. I'm not getting off the train now. Dolphins by a point 24-23. Hench, I'll say you. Um, well, I don't uh, I don't have them winning outright. I'm not quite as gutsy as you are, but I think they do keep it close. That defense just good. I don't know. That, yes. that defense is excellent. Uh, but but Lamar, the MVP, I think pulls it out. Ravens 23, Dolphins 20. Spaghetti. I have the Ravens winning 27-22, but uh, being honest, we do the confidence meter a lot here on minus three. Not so confident in the Ravens. I think they will kind of come back down to earth, getting five interceptions off the 49ers. That's not going to happen in this game, too. It won't be that sloppy with the football. I think we're going to see a lot of Tyree kill in this game on his chase for 2,000, although it's probably out of reach here. Um, however, I do really love Zay Flowers. I think the Zay Flowers-Lamar Jackson connection, is he's finally getting a receiver here that he trusts and he could uh, always look his way. I'll have him over the four-and-a-half reception it's minus 163 not a great number but it's going to win he's in that nine times this year again should be a close one uh ravens come back down to earth win this game by five uniforms are slash uniformant note that purple and that aqua look nice together out on the gridiron enjoy that one charm city ravens win says brady lemieux but they do not cover patriots at the bills for what might be bill's last visit to buffalo and Max last minutes on any NFL sideline. Wonder what he'll do in his next career. Bigger question in the moment, though. Will Josh Allen and company be visiting the postseason, looking more and more likely? And like we mentioned, they can still win the East. So zero value at this point in betting them to make the playoffs. But do sprinkle something on that division title at plus 250 and maybe on Josh Allen for MVP at 12 to 1, too. As for the game, Bills now giving 13, total 40 and a half. I say the Bills hammer them real good, as they mostly have over the last couple of years. Hench, I'll say you. Oh, Shaq, we don't, we have uh, wild same garage. Like, mm -hmm. uh, the, the two craziest results in a crazy weekend was, was the Bills not blowing out the Chargers and then Bailey Zappi. Uh, taking down the the possibly playoff bound Broncos. Neither of those results made any sense. I think order is restored in Buffalo this week when the uh, the the very good Bills team uh, blows out the very bad Patriots team, thirty to thirteen. Eddie Spaghetti. I have the Bills winning 30 to 20 in this game. I think maybe the Patriots will get a late score and get that cover. So I, I, I think the Patriots will cover this game. Uh, Bailey Zappi, who knows if he came into the season earlier over Mac Jones, maybe the Patriots are in a different position right now, although it's probably best for them to be in the you know top five to get a new quarterback. I think the Bills also, um, I kind of like what they did with their offense. They're relying more on the ground game, giving uh, Josh Allen a bit of a breather. They're more balanced now, which is how they should be. Uh, unfortunately, though, for Stephon Diggs, it's kind of affected his game. I like him under. 67 and a half receiving yards minus 119 that's happened five the last six weeks again more james cook means less Stephon Diggs. uh easier for life for uh for josh allen here but uh, bills win this game by 10 brady lemieux likes the bills up to 14 and a half i don't think it's gonna go that high next packers and vikes far bowl I'll have Jordan Love in the role of QB for this one. Less certain who'll take the snaps and how many for those Vikes, but the unsolvable problem is, of course, whoever it is, it won't be Kirk Cousins. Nevertheless, the Vikes giving two here, total 46. I think the visitors go in there and leave with a seven-point victory. Hedge, I'll say you. Oh my God! It's like wild, Hench. It's wild. It's like See, look how look at the synergy, and now we have to wage war in fantasy. I know, cheating off each other's papers. Uh, 
you know, I think the the version of the Packers that handed it to the Chiefs a few weeks ago, um, not the Packers that let a let a double digit lead slip away against the Panthers, it, it, you know, but that that offense is looking good. Aaron Jones looks really healthy. I like the Packers 27-20. Spaghetti. I'm going Packers 27-23 over the Vikings here. Uh, Number one, uh, you know, in practice yesterday, we recorded this on Thursday, Wednesday's practice, the Vikings were splitting snaps between Jaron Hall and Nick Mullen. So there's a question mark at quarterback already. Jordan Love, tied for third in the league this year with 27 touchdown passes, has been a roller coaster season for him. But surprisingly enough, and I'm not sure if anyone would guess this, the Packers offense this year, in terms of DVOA, points per uh, game, and uh, EPA, uh, better than it was with Aaron Rodgers last year. So again, roller coaster season, but that offense is pretty good. Jordan Love, I trust in. There's no numbers on this yet on Caesar Sportsbook, but Jordan Love, two or more touchdown passes. I like that a lot. He's done that six out of the last seven weeks. And again, like I said, tie for third in the league with 27 touchdown passes, kind of flying under the radar. Packers win this one, 27-23. I don't know if we're right collectively, but we agree a lot, the three of us here. Brady Lemieux, no surprise, on the Packers two here. By the way, what happened to Josh Dobbs? Further proof, football season is long. Raiders at the Colts, more of the 2023 backup QB bonanza. With or without the playoffs, though, some cause for optimism on both sides, thanks to Antonio Pierce, who I assume is going to get the gig full-time for 24, and Shane Steichen, Colts at home, given three and a half, total 43 and a half. I think Vegas wins this one. I think they have the ch- uh, a shot at running the ball all day long here on the Colts, despite the way they set up at home, the Colts under that dumb dome of theirs. Vegas wins this one, 22-20. Hench, how say you? Uh, with you again, Sheck. You know, it's so funny in, in professional football, the rah-rah stuff. And, like, I've always been a fan of the Bill Belichick. Like, just do your job. Like, mm-hmm. do, I have to, do I have to yell at you guys to get you fired up to do your jobs? And it's like, and yet, Antonio Pierce – what what we kept hearing he was saying all week leading up to that Chiefs game and that he was reiterating during the game was like, we have to be violent. We have to be physical. And then you're you're actually watching the manifestation of the coach putting his fist through the chalkboard. You're like, oh, my God, they were so much more physical than KC in that game. And KC looked like they wanted no part of it. It was bizarre to watch a, an NFL team turtle at home while the vi- the underdog visitors just throwing haymakers from from the from the left defensive end, the right defensive end. I like the Raiders to continue it. They want this coach to be their coach. 27-17 Raiders. I'm going to skip the trivia question this week in favor of seeing if you can summon a quick Taylor Swift lyric for us to explain that Raiders and Chiefs game. Well, there's gonna there's gonna be a blank space where uh, the in the victory column for the Chiefs in the playoffs because they're going they're going to they're going to lose. First round. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I don't know what that stammering was all about, but I bet it approximated something from the Taylor Swift uh, songbook. Spaghetti, how say you? I'm actually Not going on with- Taylor Swift on the game. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going Colts in this one, 23, 19 over the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders, they, they, the team carried Aiden O'Connell last week. We had like 62 passing yards. Um, I know the Colts kind of imploded versus the Falcons and, you know, Gardner Minshew ripped them a new one in the battle of backup QBs. I am going to side with Minshew, who is one of the better ones in this league, but check, I do agree with you. Um, the Raiders will have a pretty good game on the ground. Zamir White, uh, last two games, 4.1 and 6.6 yards per carries, uh, 17 carries and 22 carries. They clearly trust 
trust him even with Josh Jacobs out 145 yards last week. So I like his over in that game. But uh, again, I, I like the Colts to kind of uh, get right here and get back in the playoff mix. 23-19. Brady Lemieux says Vegas is an outright winner. And now a quick break. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's do these college football Final Four games, shall we? Let's start it off with the Rose Bowl. Number one, Michigan v. number four, Bama. They've played five times since 1988. The Tide have won three of those. Michigan here giving just a point and a half to wildcard Bama, and that's what they kind of are to me. Over-under on this one is 45. I say the Wolverines whip them pretty good here. And I feel like even the bookmakers overestimated all the way through the SEC title game, Georgia, and that impacted the way everybody felt and reacted to Bama beating them in the title game after barely surviving Auburn. I think Michigan's for real. Like I say, 13-point win for them. Hench, how say you? Uh, right there in the garage with you, Sheck. Yep. This number's way too low. I mean, you have to remember, Alabama lost 1.9 games this year. I mean, that... Auburn game was right. ridiculous and Michigan things are just breaking so well for Michigan it's like first of all your team is excellent you're favored in every game even though this number's too low but you have a weird persecution complex hey man they're out to get us yeah for for breaking rules it's like they're like the <laughs> January Sixers like oh now you can't bear spray cops Oh, now you can't break the rules. Like it's bizarre how they've managed to like, we're the victims here, but I think it's the perfect cocktail to, uh, to beat up on this. Not that good Alabama team. 30, 20 spaghetti. I have the Wolverines winning 33-20 over here. Uh, I would that spread to me is insane. Uh, bad job by you know Vegas by everyone thinking that it's this, the Nick Saban effect and that's why that number is dropping. I I just don't understand it. This is not a strong Nick Saban team. They will rebound. Alabama will be back, but not this year. I mean, Michigan just simply the better team in every facet. Uh, they're going to win the game on the ground with Blake Corum. They're going to win the game because they're better in the trenches. This is not a, a strong you know full of NFL talent Alabama roster right now. And we're kind of sleeping on JJ McCarthy who will make plays when he has to, but like they haven't really needed to. And yet Michigan's strength, uh, their schedule is way tougher than anything Alabama had to do. And they, they passed all their tests while Alabama didn't. And like Hench brought up, uh, it was a fourth and 31 Hail Mary. They got out of that game. They still escaped the game versus an untested Georgia team. And they lost to Texas. And then plus the, all the other games they struggled in, um, they don't belong in the same field here. Uh, it, it's going to be a blowout. Listen to how much Eddie Spaghetti resents Bama for taking his OC and his QB out of South Bend. You're doing all right there, fellas. He's Don't back worry. now in Notre Dame playing lacrosse, so we ended up winning in the long run. 
Oh, is that right? Well, yeah. congratulations, I guess. Anywho, Brady Lemieux likes Michigan to win by more than a dozen here. The other game, number two, Washington v. number three, Texas in the Sugar Bowl. No, not them. There you go. Five meetings over the years. Huskies have won three of those, including that fun Alamo Bowl just a year ago. This one's got the Longhorns giving undefeated Washington four points. I don't get it. I think Washington's going to win this one 31-30 in a classic. By the way, total is 63 and a half. Hench, I'll say you. Uh, well, like like the rest of the world, I was I was wrong on Washington versus Oregon. And uh, it seems like you're you're a believer. I'm even with that very impressive victory. Uh, I am I'm not a believer. I I say Hook'em Horns 33-24. Spaghetti. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going Texas in this one, 35-30, so I like the over. I think it'll be a tight one. It'll be a fun one, more interesting of a watch than the Michigan-Alabama uh, game here. Um, you know, obviously, Penix, the veteran, 23 years old, uh, Roma Dunze, who's like Devontae Adams 2.0, they have weapons. Um, but this team is pretty one-dimensional. They have to throw the ball quite a bit to win. Texas more balanced. Another thing I like about this game uh, as well, and the Texas defense only gave up more than 30 points once, and that was in the loss to Oklahoma, whereas Washington has done that quite a bit this year. So I, I do think this is Texas uh, game to win. I think Quinn Ewers, 20 year old Quinn Ewers is about to really break on the scene and be the household name. Uh, we have to forget, like, don't forget that he was the number one overall quarterback, went to Ohio State. We kind of forgot about that. Arch Manning somehow is like taking over the popularity contest in Texas, but he's going to be a, a great quarterback in the future. I think this is the Quinn Ewers CFP uh, where he really comes alive. And I, I really do have Texas win the national title. I think Quinn Ewers is going to be the guy. You remember what Vince Young did to USC in the season before that, what he did to Michigan in the Rose Bowl? He was like an alien that the visitor that the foes had never seen before. I don't want to overstate it, but I think that's what Adunze is. He is the best receiver in college football. Texas hasn't had to handle anyone that good at that position. I think for 60 minutes, that's going to be enough, a major factor for the Huskies winning that one. Brady Lemieux likes Texas. Ask four. How about that? All right. Enjoy the final four. Enjoy NFL week 17, everybody. We'll talk to you after it and before week 18 to get you right for the big uh, regular season climax. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. <laughs>